Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. This is Nando Rodriguez. Welcome to the Spark Podcast. Hi, I'm Celinda Appleby here. So today we've got a lot of we've got a lot on the agenda, a lot on the menu. So we're going to start off with the headlines. The first thing that we wanted to discuss was that entire Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift, Kanye West situation, right? So the oh take God. that yeah. I the take that we want to you know get into is the branding aspect because don't forget everything that you do reflects back onto your brand and how others perceive you. So Celinda, can you walk us through like what? What can we learn from this, from a branding perspective, how she handled the situation? First of all, I think Kim K is a social media animal. Like, she's amazing. So let's just side-by-side play play it out here real quick. So Kim K knows she's going to expose Taylor Swift, but she doesn't do it on every single social media platform. She just teases on Twitter a couple hours before the show, if you're not following me on Snapchat, you should. And that basically sparked a lot of interest. And then a couple hours after her show dropped, she put up the videos of Kanye West. How did so Taylor she, respond? Well, hold Go on. Ahead. So, so she basically used multi-platform for for people who like don't follow the Kardashians like we do. Like you know, I have an altar and I pray to them. Um, basically, <laughs> she tweeted out, "Stay, you know, come, stay tuned for the show." And then on the show, she actually mentioned something. Right? What did, What did you say she said? On the show, she just teased it. You know, like, people just have no idea. More is coming. And then right after but, is when she and then she and then right after is when she put it on. If you're not following me, yeah, no, but she Snapchat. tweeted. Yeah, and she never posted those videos on Instagram, and you know she's got millions of followers. She never posted it on Facebook. Her only two platforms she used were Twitter and Snapchat, and that was it. Uh, meanwhile, Taylor used the note function on her iPhone and <laughs> sent right. a note right? In landscape, mind you, no one uses landscape. And she screenshotted it and posted on every single platform. Now, a couple of people have dissected the note now. And they're basically saying the note was written months ago. And she because if it was written the day of, it would say today's note. Um, And so I think Taylor Swift handled it very, you know, kind of like a dad. No, 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 no. She was very much like a 40-year-old dad at a teenage birthday party shaking his booty inappropriately. She was very antiquated in her response. I think Kim K did it the right way. Okay, so taking it back to the branding situation, right? So you as a personal brand or even you as a company, how can we – so basically her use of multi-layered platforms is what really got her the response is what you're saying or do you think it was just the juice like it was so juicy people started telling each other you got to go follow Kim 
I think that, and I think also the fact that she didn't saturate the same message across the same platforms at the same time, which is one of my biggest pet peeves. A lot of brands do it, right. personal and company. And I think you can say the same thing, but gosh, please use a different picture, different pitch, different copy. And I think Taylor just played herself out so quickly in such a lame manner by doing the same picture, same time, you know, hootsuite style. So yeah. I think you and I have discussed this several times, especially like bringing it back to like, you know, employment branding, which is what we do. When you go and you research a company, let's say you're interested in working for company X and you want to learn more about them because of the day and age we live nowadays, you go and search their social. At least I know I do. So I checked them yeah. out on Twitter. I checked their Facebook. I checked their Instagram. Obviously for me, those are the three platforms. And like you're saying, if you see the same messaging, if you see the same photo plastered on all three photos the same day at the same time, that to me tells me that that's how much they think of you. But people do that themselves, right? You know that people post on Instagram and they have it hooked up so it automatically posts on Facebook. And I'm, um, I'm guilty of that, right? So like when <laughs> I post say. on Instagram... <laughs> I do because the, my my followers are different, but I also only post on Instagram once a day, so as not to try and saturate. If I'm going to post something more on Facebook, it's not going to go on Instagram, right? Right. And some people might Agreed. think, "Well, are we being too anal about this?" But it really is really is your brand. Think about it. You're you're going through Facebook and you're friends with somebody on Instagram, and you're seeing the same stuff over and over again, and you're kind of get like, ugh. Do I unfollow here? Do I, you know, do, like, did you just pass by it? And then now with Snapchat around, people are downloading their stories and uploading them onto Instagram and uploading them onto Facebook, and it's, it's just much. not the way to go, right? No, but then you have much. the opposite. Here's the reality is eventually someone is going to unfollow you at some platform, and they're going to say, you know what, I'm only going to digest you on Snapchat because then I can just I can just touch the button when I want to watch you. Um, and, and, and so pass forward you have to stay yeah, you know what I mean? Like you have to change it up a little bit. And I agree with you. Every now and then I will, you know, on Facebook I got a lot of family following me and they don't follow me on Instagram, so sometimes I will double dip. Um, but it's very rare I double dip. I just find it that to me I get bored when I see the same picture over and over again. Like be original. So one of the things that I always hear when people talk about the Kardashians is like no talent and, you know, the, I wish they would just be over and done with. But for me, it's like there's, they're always teaching us lessons, especially like in branding and marketing, because already, you know, I was reading an old magazine. I was getting my hair done yesterday and I was reading a magazine <laughs> that was back in February when Rob had just hooked up with Black China and how yeah. Chris was upset, not so much at the relationship, but at the fact that she didn't have control over where they were going to play that relationship out because he no longer wanted to be on keeping up with the on Kardashians. The yep. So then she was offering him a million. He wanted more. So then she negotiated his own reality show, right? Right. And so, mm -hmm. again, to me, this is just ratings gold. This is ratings gold. So, again, when people say that you know they don't have talent or whatever, they're still raking it in. They're raking in the dough. I mean, Kim, I, she was on the cover of Forbes, uh, I want to say last week or the week before. She's uh, created three apps, or she's been in charge of creating three apps. I mean, when you make it to Forbes, I think you the haters got to stop at some point. And, yeah, you know, they got some the drama, but I love it. It's no different than we were, like, I don't know about you, but I was addicted to, like, Montel Williams and Sally Jesse Raphael growing up and Jerry Springer. This is way better than that.
Right. So, guys, if you guys are listening and you want to chime in, give us a call at 929-477-1955. Again, that's 929-477-1955. We are going to be taking callers. Now, the other side let's of the whole the, Kim Kardashian Taylor Swift story is so what people started doing, uh, well, Kim actually did the first one. Right? What was the comment she posted? And then she put all these snake emojis. Like I, it's I don't snake remember day. the comment, but basically she yeah. did the snake emoji, just kind of like the Beyonce fans did with Becky with the good hair, the bees everywhere. With all the over bees Instagram. and the lemons. Right. So people yeah. started attacking Taylor Swift on Instagram, but one person wrote an article about it saying that, what was it, like about 10 minutes later, 30 minutes later, you could no longer find anything negative on Taylor Swift's Instagram. So if you went on to her Instagram, posted something with snakes, something evil, something mean-spirited, whatever comment, it would stay up for about maybe a minute, maybe two, and then it was gone. And so it left us all wondering how was that possible? And then we got the ding, 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 ding. It came to us, right? It came to you because like, you were awesome. Came... I was like, what is going on? Right. So we found out. We found out that allegedly, allegedly the reason why um, these Instagram posts were, were not staying on was because Taylor Swift, her best friend, her alleged best friend, uh, Carly Kloss, is dating Instagram investor Joshua Kushner. And so it makes it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, you know, you dial up your BFF and you're like, listen, you gotta hook me up. I need you. I would do oh, that for you. You I would do that for you without a without a doubt. Like, stop it. Um, let's let's but, talk really quickly because someone was saying that the reason she was going, she was talking to her um, ex boyfriend who is Snapchat CEO, uh, trying to get Kim's videos down, and apparently oh. he didn't. Okay, and then he popped They'd the question to Miranda like a day later. Do you think that him saying no and popping the question a day later is kind of like a slap in the face of Taylor? Okay. Taylor's having a really bad week. She's having a bad week. She's having a super bad week. You know who else is having a bad week? The uh, RCN, the Republican uh, National Convention. Um, RNC. The RNC. RNC, yeah, <laughs> because for, for various reasons. Number one was they couldn't get any A-list celebrities up there, right? They couldn't get a Beyonce. They couldn't get, you know, uh, 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 an Adele or even, you know, a Tom Hanks. They got instead a few D-list celebrities, celebrities that were they once upon models, a time. They got underwear models, to be honest. Right, celebrities that were once upon a time, like, at the top of their game. You're referring to Antonio Zapato Jr. He did major Hot. underwear ads, and I think he was, like, yeah. in one or two Lifetime movies. But then also Scott Bale. <laughs> Scott Bale was, like, huge back in the 80s. He was, like, a, a heartthrob. And, and yeah. every yeah. Charles in Charge or whatever, I think that was the thing. That was but, the show, yeah. Did you I hear how like, they hired uh, Third Eye Blind, you know, back from the 90s? And I don't, I don't know if you follow that band or not, but they uh, hired Third Eye Blind, I think that's the name, and they played and didn't play any of their hit songs and completely trolled them at the convention and they, so bad that they kept getting booed. And then uh, Third Eye Blind went back onto their Twitter and basically manhandled the entire convention on Twitter. It was, it was scandalous. Huh. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't hear that. What I did hear, though, is that you know who made a ton of money at the Republican National at – the, uh, at the RNC? 
Who? Who's raking in the gay, dough? Gay escorts. Gay, gay escorts and gay prostitutes. They were raking it in. And if you went onto Craigslist when they were there, the ads were crazy. I'm at the RNC looking for companionship. You know, um, I'm at this hotel only in town for a blah, 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 blah amount of time. And they went crazy. And I believe um, what news outlet wrote an article about this and spoke to a couple of, you know, the male escorts and said, yeah, I'm seeing three to four people a day. Back to Funny back. story, though. And, On the flip side, the money. women failed. They didn't make any Ex- money during that. Exactly. I thought, that's, I thought that that was so bizarre because I figured at least the women would be making just as much. Equal, right? Equal rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just goes to show how unbalanced the RNC really, you know, the, the Republican Party really is. They're not really united. Um, well, talking about, you know, well, it's not really dating, but to getting back, getting on to the topic of dating, you had, um, you had uh, a situation. What was yep. it last week that somebody reached no, out to you this on week, Tinder? It was Monday. Yeah. So I'm I'm online dating. It's no secret. Um, and not, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Not, no, nothing to be ashamed of. I kind of use it sort of like a vessel to vet people and. Um, <laughs> I've never heard it put that way. On Monday, yeah, as long as there's some kind of vessel going on, right? It's a little monster.com for dating. Um, So, anyways, I got an email or a message on the app from a transgender. Um, going through transition, uh, male to female. Okay, so a transgender person. Correct. Correct. In transition. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous makeup, and um, I 22 by the way, so I, I do want to point out that I am bringing in the youngins. And so you are a I, right, and so I hit the button and I look, and I, I just felt compelled. Like, nor, and I'll be honest with you, I probably get I don't know, let's say 20 to 40 messages a week, and I don't respond to any of them. I never tell people no, but I did feel compelled to reply back to this individual and say, you know what, you have fierce makeup, you're gorgeous. Um, however, good, best of luck here. And I know I, I mentioned it to you, and you're like, did you felt to, like you had to do that? And I said, yeah, I kind of did. I just felt like I had to be extra kind in this nice. situation. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel, and if we have any people, if we have anyone out there that's transgender and wants to call in and address this, please feel free. Again, the number is 929-477-1955. But I just feel like, Having living that authentic life and putting it out there, and obviously they, it was in their description, right? Yeah. They were open about 100%. it. And yeah, so very open. I feel like I feel like that that deserves you know that deserved a you know hey, not gonna happen, but good luck and girl, how you doing your lips is fantastic. Can you do a yeah. YouTube tutorial? You know, yeah, but I think you handle it the right way, and and I think we. we all are struggling, like we all deal with their struggles, whether it's weight, whether whether it's, you know, um, gender equality, whether it's getting paid the same amount or what have you. And in the dating world, you know, it it, it doesn't soften the blow, right? No. no. And I'll tell you, it's tough. Listen, I'm a single parent with kids and I have a 
fairly nice job. I'm super intimidating to the guys my age, and they all want younger girls, and all the guys that really like me are between the ages of 22 and 28, and I just don't know about that. So dating is tough for anyone. So I just and, – and that made me think all week, like, maybe I just need to be nicer to everyone, but I also don't have time to send 40 – have a great day. <laughs> okay, not. That's a really nice, humble brag. Um, anyway, I believe we have a caller on the line. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> uh, hello? You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Oh, well, I see that they're on the line. Oh, here we go. Perhaps on. you're on mute. No, I unmuted them. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Um, Shoshi, are you on? Uh, am I? Hi. Can you hey, hear me? welcome. Hey. Um, Spark, uh, Spark podcast listeners, we have an amazing surprise for you. We uh, were able to get uh, Yolanda Shoshana, who is a psychic, to come on the show and give you your psychic reading for the weekend. So before you plan anything out, whether you're going to do a beach date, whether you're going to go on that first date, whatever, you got to listen to what Shoshi has to say. Yes. Um, so the floor is yours, girl. Tell us. What, oh, what wow. do we got to do? <laughs> well, I mean, I have to say, it, it looks like it's going to be a really good weekend. Um, just in time because energy has been a little tense lately. I think we've all noticed that and maybe people have been getting on your nerves at work or at home this weekend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, The cards say, because a a lot of cups came up, which is all about emotion. It's a good time to get out and socialize, be with your friends. It's going to be good conversation, enlightening conversation, nothing negative this weekend. So definitely go out on that first date, say yes, uh, go to the beach, and go to those barbecues, and get your friends together, especially people you haven't seen for a long time. It's a great time to get in touch. So basically get out, have a good time. I say have some wine, have some whiskey, and um, it's all going to be good, a nice shift versus what we've had the last couple weeks. Nothing bad Uh happening. This is what I needed to hear. I know. You know what? And I'm going to say this because we've been getting a lot of invites, and I myself, German and I, we're very very much homebodies, right? And it's like, ugh. Really, and we we got several. It's funny that you mentioned what you said because we've gotten so many invites to come to this baby shower. Come, everybody's having a baby now in in our circle. <laughs> baby showers, beach days. Some of them is a baby shower at the beach, and it's just like <laughs> seriously, like I can't do that. But you know what, Shoshi, I'm gonna take your advice, do and um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say yes. We're gonna say yes do to it. life this weekend. Yeah, so I'm gonna go oh, on that first shit. date. That's what I'm okay. gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one of you my have a first date plan. Uh, not yet, but it's still yeah, it's still early. Oh, <laughs> okay. she gets, remember, she she gets forty messages a week. So. Okay, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what are you so, doing, girl? <laughs> so, so she, <laughs> if people <laughs> if people want a, a more in depth reading from you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, can you give us your website, uh, an email address? How, how do people get Yolanda? Yes. Um, if you go to Yolanda Shoshana, which is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-S-H-O-S-H-A-N-A.com, if you go to the work with me and go to the reading section, it will tell you everything you need to know. Oh, I'm calling you. 
<laughs> and guys, we're gonna put a link to to uh, Shoshi's. Shoshi and I go back way back, so it's, way it's back. Shoshi and myself. So we're gonna put yeah. a link to her page, what she just said, onto the podcast um, itself. So in case you missed it, you know it's it'll be on there. But Shoshi, thank you so much for t- for uh, giving back? us such good news. Of course, thank oh, you. Have a great weekend. She's our she's our resident psychic, so she will be back. Okay, all right. And she predicted that. <laughs> I am your resident psychic, honey. I am back. I'll come back anytime you want me. <laughs> yes, yes, Sounds yes. Great. Have a great weekend. All right, weekend. thank you. you thank too. you, Shoshi. Bye. Bye. Oh, and then here we we're gonna give it a tr- another try. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Don't be shy. Huh? Whoever's huh. dialing in, um, have no Good idea. Service, maybe think? try, maybe try another number. Or maybe your phone line isn't that that great. Give him the number one more time. Nine two nine four seven seven. Well, he's dialing the right number, obviously because he's showing up. Yeah, nine two nine four seven seven nineteen fifty five. So in the meantime, while we while we try and work out this uh, technical issue, let's talk yep. about um, let's talk about you know what it means to be um, ride or die. Right, like we hear that phrase all the time. Like I'm your ride okay. or die chick, or I'm, you know, we're friends, we're ride or die. But what does that actually mean? And do people nowadays actually put it into practice? What do you think? I think 100%. I think um, you're obviously gonna. It always has been divided ever since Tupac and his crew started talking about it. Um, but a true ride or die person um, has your back no matter what. <clears throat> and, and I know me y- and you, you have know, talked about this. Yeah, and I was, and I wanted to bring it up. I think one of the biggest or truest, authentic examples of ride or die is Solange beaten up on Jay Z in the elevator. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. no one understood what was going on, you know, before before the news all broke and everything. And all we saw were footage of her just beating him down and stuff. And yes, he he didn't fight back, but Beyonce just kind of just stood there. And then when we understood what was going on. She knew, but when we understood what's mm-hmm. going on, that's the true definition of ride or die. Like, you get in there like if it was your own situation, right? Yeah, and I think that people do that now. You see that on social media all the time, and you know – So, like, that, Sel- Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez did that with Taylor, but I For just Taylor. didn't feel like it well, – But it was just a tweet, though. But then she fizzled. Once the heat got in the kitchen, she slowly exited out. And there that you to go. me is not a ride or die. That's not ride Who's or die. Who's ride That's or die? What family is extreme ride or die? You know, we're going to bring them back oh, up Kardashians. again. Kardashians. The Kardashians are extremely ride or die. Chloe. Yeah. Chloe's like the Not so much Courtney, I don't think. But no, Courtney's definitely. Definitely. Courtney's like you know, the maybe, of the of us. <laughs> and, and I was going to say, you know, sometimes, you know, people can be right. What do you guys think? Sometimes, you know, do you have to be so out there to be right or die? Or can you be like behind the scenes, right or die? Like, I, I think, like you just said, I, it, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I, I think I would fall into both camps. Like, you know, depending on the situation, I can be very out the, there. Yeah. 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 Very Absolutely. out there. And then, and then not. Okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else do you want to chat it up? About so, um, how about we talk a little bit about um, Melania's speech? And I don't really want to get all political today, but I do want to point out that beyond the whole plagiarism part, and um, 
the Rickroll that showed up there. I mean, I feel like we're getting trolled um, by this convention, and any minute, which I thought was going to happen at the end or in the middle, Ashton Kusher was going to jump out and say, Pwned! Just kidding! Um, But that just didn't happen. Right. I think... You know the, the 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 conspiracy theorists are all talking about how there's a there's a democratic mole inside and just m- is making all of this happen. But even if they were, it still yeah. it still falls on the responsibility of of the Republican Party to fact check and to do all these you know cross references and things like that. I believe Donald Jr.'s speech had some some pieces from other you know from other people as well and well, I don't let's know how take I feel this, about so, that. you know we have a few like recruiting people that listen to us um let's take this let's make this a recruiting spin so you know the speechwriter came out and issued an apology and said that they refused her resignation within seconds people we know went in and looked for her on linkedin and how does not how does a speechwriter for our potential, you know, our Republican nominee, not have not a exist. profile, not exist anywhere. Her Facebook page had p- been created hour before the letter was released onto the media. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit because I do believe that since our jobs touch social so much, if you're going to create something like this, you're going to want to – people are going to search you out on the Internet. I mean, I worry about that all the time. People Google you. No, that's, I mean, it's the opposite, right? So we're always telling people, you know, if you're looking for a job, be careful what you tweet out there. If you're in the middle of, you know, of a transfer, you know, can your employer or someone that you're, because here's the thing, you never know who's connected to who and screenshots, you know, people have been taken down by screenshots. So your boss might not be on Facebook or following you on Snapchat, but Someone who knows who someone who knows someone knows your boss can forward that so easily over. So what we're always telling people is be precautious in what you're doing, putting it out there on, on, on social. But the flip side to what you're exactly what you're saying is this person didn't even exist. So then right. that's fishy too, right? Mm-hmm. So and, – and, and I know that Steve Levy – has this entire group called, uh, it's like the unprofessional um, LinkedIn group where they specifically find people that are just made up, you know? Yes. Um, it'll be like Miss Dolly Parton, uh, and, and, and she'll be like, you know, living in Tennessee and is like a cold caller from a, a market research place. Um, oh, he had, last time he put this together, he had like – hundreds of Donald Ducks, hundreds of Mickey Mouse. I mean, people just create fake profiles. Um, and it's, if, if you guys are listening, the unprofessional LinkedIn group on Facebook is a gem. Um, I, I think it cracks me up at least three times a week with the stuff that people find and post. Yeah. Definitely join <clears throat> And it. also, be, because we do have a lot of people in HR and recruiting listening onto the podcast, I know one of the things me and you have discussed is – how people call out other recruiters or call out the messaging that they send out, right? And it's just like, yeah. you know, that was generic as can be. This was a little bit more innovative. This was, you know, beyond like, let me, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, but what do you, oh, what do you think about that Gmail, being called out? Yeah. Let me tell you, well, I think, I think it's going to happen. I mean, we're calling everything out these days. It's, I, I call this the Yelp Nation, but let me tell you a funny story. So yesterday I got an email from a friend who said, hey, I heard your company is using XYZ vendor. 
And I looked at it, looked it up. I'm like, no, I don't think we are. Well, XYZ Vendor has been emailing people solicitation emails using our company name. So what do you think I did next? You emailed them? I picked up the phone and called. (laughs) And just asked, like, hey, are we really using you? And if yes, which is great, like I'm 100% more curious about your product, um, I just want to know who gave you permission to use the name because typically that's part of, you know, what comes through my department. And um, she got very nervous and admitted her mistake. And so I think you guys – listening and this is a duly note like you have to be careful what you say because our industry while it seems vast is really tiny and so if you're a vendor you're a candidate and you reference things people come back and fact checked um so i think it's it's, i think back to that fact checking thing i brought up in the beginning we just need to be careful no uh completely completely so we're reaching the part of the show where we are doing um (laughs) <laughs> the caller that was going to call in just told me that he's in the middle of, uh, I, I guess I can say because I'm not going to say his name, but he's in the middle of resigning um, his employment right now, so he wasn't able to call in after all. So I guess <laughs> well, we'll, so give <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give him a pass. Yeah, good luck. We'll give him a pass. Good luck to you. Um, he'll, call, he'll call us next time. But anyway, we're wrapping up, even though basically people who are listening in probably thought that the entire show was wrapped up around the Kardashians, but we're going to do the Kardashian minute really quick. So my 30 seconds about the Kardashians is, you know, um, I, follow, I follow all of them, and Courtney, you know, usually she's putting up her workouts, so is Chloe, but she mostly is like glam stuff as well. Kim, it's all about the selfies with her, but um, Kylie, I'm getting, re- I'm, I'm getting really tired of her snaps. Like it's it's, uh, it's oh, just her looking at the well it's it's her just looking at the camera like these different angles like stop you know and then the next snap will be the same angle the next one a different angle and then the next snap will be go to kylie.com and buy my stuff you know it's like seriously stop you're not using it it's not entertaining to me anymore but she's raking it in as well what's your yeah. what's your 30 second kardashian minute my 30 seconds is you know how last week lamar was at the news and this week he just doesn't exist um, so I had to do some super big digging because I was like, this is ridiculous. He he got kicked off a plane. Like, where is Lamar? And so I spent most of my evening yesterday trying to dig up some <laughs> Lamar dirt, and I found it. He's in New York City, Nando, near you, staying with a cousin in Brooklyn, and he has been going to over three to four strip clubs a day, and every oh, stripper yeah. has been commenting. And this news has like not made mainstream. Yeah, it's kind of like it's on the brooklynnews.com. Um, yeah. But he is alive and well and definitely enjoying some special He's attention. enjoying life. Okay, yeah. so guys, listen, thank you so much for listening to the Spark Podcast. I'm Nando. And I'm Celinda. And we want you to tune in next Friday, 10 a.m. always, and give us a call uh, if you want to hear, you know, we want to hear your voice. Take and care. And guess what? We're on iTunes, so feel free to subscribe if you can't join us at it's 7 a.m. Pacific. It's stopped. It's stopped. Oh. Already? <laughs> we'll plug it. You've we'll got to do that because time. a lot of people say they can't join us because it's at 7 a.m. in the morning. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.